hear that? Oh, it's my last straw that she's the cutest thing on the planet. Can you believe? Oh, thank you for blessing us with that pretty purr. Mwah! I love. Okay, now you need to go play with your mouse. Adore. She just jumped up here like right before I started recording and just decided to be fucking cute. I swear she knows when there's some sort of recording device nearby, whether it's a camera or apparently audio equipment. So in summary, Klepto is an angel and I love her and now you do too. So you're welcome. So something interesting happened to me today. I was with one of my employees and <laughs> we just decided it'd be fun to Google ourselves. And so uh, they Googled me and not a lot comes up, which was actually very nice, especially like in the image portion. We look at the images, not a lot comes up, thank God. Um, just beautiful photos of myself that I, that are like basically headshots for LinkedIn, so slay. But on the other side of things, there my name is in a bunch of directories for life coaching, which is such a funny story. <laughs> but this this employee was like, life coaching seriously and i so i had to like recap this little era this this era of my life that really has just been my whole life but it's an era like i've had the same crisis many times in different fonts if that makes sense so it seemed like this person responded in a way where they kind of thought it was inspiring and almost helped them and they said wow it's so nice to know that somebody else has gone through that kind of experience before and that's also funny because i'm almost positive that that was the polite way of saying it's so nice to hear that somebody has struggled so much so so much so much. And so I'm going to recap it for you because it is kind of a funny story and it's not very long, but it just kind of goes over the like a very real experience for some people, I guess. And I didn't realize how relatable it was. I was kind of embarrassed of it. So you were the first person, first people, plural, I guess if multiple are listening to this, which is wishful thinking who have heard this story because I did not take it outside of my inner circle because I was embarrassed because it's cringy, okay? It basically was me, Zach, and a couple of close people who probably saw my initial Instagram post announcing that I was the life coach that I then deleted. So here we go. I guess I'm just gonna share it now on this platform. So let's take a journey. Let's. Journey back to the year 2020, everybody's favorite year. We are partying, we are thriving, we are socializing, we are living our best life. No, we're not. We are in crisis mode. Obviously, we all know what's going on. And because of what's going on, it's the pandemic. I lost my job, uh, which was uh, I was doing training and development for a company in Sacramento. And I really liked it, I loved it. Um, but you know, budget cuts. <laughs> and we also didn't know when that was gonna be necessary again. So 
I just had to call it quits. And one thing about me that I know I have briefly touched on, and that those of you who listen to this and know me probably know too well, is that I have issues, okay? I cannot be idle. I cannot just let things be. And so when I suddenly became unemployed, I had a full-blown meltdown, okay? Like, I'm talking, I just thought that my world was over. I still sometimes feel this in like different capacities because nothing is ever good enough for me, which I know I have talked about on this. But like, this was a different level. This was a, holy shit, what am I supposed to do with my life kind of moment. And I had just got my master's degree. (laughs) I got it literally a week before shutdown happened. So I had all of these plans and dreams and goals for the industry I was in. And it just fell apart. It truly just fell apart in my hands in a matter of weeks. And I know that a lot of people felt the same way in varying degrees. But for oh degrees. <laughs> but for me, it was it was a lot for a perfectionist straight A student, goody two shoes, like always trying to prove something academically or professionally, to suddenly not have that as part of my identity. And for context, I must clarify that this crisis took place after I had already blown through all of Animal Crossing as much as you could and enjoyed to the fullest capacity the fact that I did not have to participate in society because I did have that moment. I did love that it felt like the world was falling apart. And I have to be honest about that because there was no traffic on the road Nobody talked to me, nobody asked me things, and it was truly remarkable. And I do sometimes miss that feeling. And so before I had this crisis, I really was having the time of my life. And I'm not sure when the flips, when the switch flipped, but it did. And I woke up one morning and I was just like, what is this? Who am I? What is the meaning of it all? And that is where this story really truly begins, is after Animal Crossing. Because Animal Crossing did the most that summer. It really did. And so I really just had an era. I just had an era, okay, where I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use everything that I learned in my master's degree. And I am going to become a YouTuber or even better, my next evolution of that idea was to become a YouTuber slash life coach. I'm so sorry. I have to laugh because it is so stupid. It's dumb. And I really tried to like convince myself that it was a good idea. And so for months, for I think about two months, I just woke up every day like I was going to work and I did training online to become a life coach, which is basically like snake oil because I already had two degrees. So I didn't pay for it or anything because that's an MLM. Um, I just kind of did basic training. I kind of learned what people do in life coaching and what people do for their packages that they sell. And I just did my research that way. And I developed program materials and basically like I was putting my master's degree to work. This was like the way that I was healing was doing this. It honestly was pretty good. Like I kind of knew what I was doing. I think I would have ate this up. 
if I had gotten to that point, but we'll get there. So I make all of these packages and I create this website and I create this social media and I start making YouTube videos about relationships uh, because I, w- I wanted to focus on relationship coaching and helping people overcome problems in their relationships and how they approach relationships. So would like to clarify, it's not therapy. I had to do tons of research to figure out like what the difference was and really make sure I set that boundary. And part of my stupid thing that I developed was a waiver that said like, I'm not giving you professional like mental health advice. This is just like strategic communication advice, basically kind of like a consultant for relationship and social issues. So that in itself may be a little sketchy, but I figured, you know, people spend so much money in this industry every day. I feel like I can make it work. And I really did. I had quizzes. Like I said, I launched everything. I got to the point where I was about to like communicate with my first client. Okay. Like I got an email in my professional email that I made about somebody looking for relationship advice and they saw my info. They saw my my videos. They really liked my approach. And they were also from my hometown and I didn't know them. And I'm like, this is maybe a sign that this is the right direction, that I'm going in the right direction. And so I responded to this person and I ended up not hearing back. And I was so relieved. (laughs) I was like, thank God, because I don't know how I would have done it. I don't know how I would have faked it. I didn't want to do any of this. This is not what I wanted to do. And one thing about me, actually, I've said that already, but that's like one of my phrases, okay? Another thing about me is that I get the cringe really fast, okay? I think being a life coach is the cringiest thing on the planet. And I knew that going into this. I just wanted to find something to do with my life in this crisis situation in 2020. And I remember going to a wedding while I was developing all of this. And I was starting to, like it was a wedding where I didn't know a lot of people. So we're mingling, I'm meeting people and they're asking me what I do for work. And I am testing out the relationship coach title. I'm like, oh yes, I do relationship coaching. And I was so embarrassed. I was just so embarrassed to have to say that to people. It was really like my test run of introducing myself as this newly branded relationship coach. And I immediately got this horrible vibe when I introduced myself as a relationship coach. And I started, like I was at this point where I started kind of stumbling. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a relationship coach. I don't really know how I feel about it. I don't know if I love the title yet. And the person I was talking to, he said, really? Oh my gosh, I'm a life coach. That's so cool. I immediately just got like, you know how they say like you get the ick? I got the ick. It was on there. It was stuck to me. Like it was ick central. And that was the the moment that I realized I am not that person. I am not that person that I met and talked to that was like really proud to be a life coach. I was not excited to be a snake oil salesman like a life coach is basically an influencer that thinks they're better than everybody in like a different way than an influencer's kind of does it's like 
an influencer who thinks they're smart enough to tell you what you're doing wrong with your life. And although that wasn't the approach that I was taking necessarily, like I was trying to help people figure out how to communicate and be true to themselves in their relationship, it still is so cringy. It's so cringy. Can you imagine if I was a life coach? If I had a business card that said Kaylee life coach, that would be so freaking gross. And I would hate myself and I would be embarrassed. (laughs) So, and nobody would like me. I would be annoying. I'd be like, have you heard about my business? I'm a business owner. I have a life coach company. (laughs) Oh God just bullet dodged, truly. I mean, I spent so much time on this. I still have the material saved in my Google Drive and I'm afraid to go look back at them, but they're probably pretty good. Like I developed them right after my master's degree. So I had all of this like really fresh experience creating lesson plans and like writing materials like that. And it just, it probably is pretty good. And I feel like maybe I could even just sell that if I ever wanted to someday, but I'm not going to be life coach. I am not life coach material. Nothing that I've done in my life is that great. And nothing that I have done is better than anybody else. So we're all just trying our best. And I would have been such a fraud. And I would have felt like a fraud. That's the difference. I'm not, I'm not the type of person that's just going to be okay with that. I'm not an entrepreneur. Let's be honest. I'm not going to go out and try to convince somebody that a product or a service is perfect because I'm too much of a cynicist for that. I can't do it. I think there's something wrong with everybody. I think there's something wrong with every product. I am a hater and it wouldn't have worked. I'm not positive enough to be a life coach. I'm too angsty. And so in lieu of the life coaching YouTube sensation that could have been me, you get this podcast. So you're very lucky. And I also want to say that I cannot make you sign a waiver, but this podcast does not count as therapy. I'm not a professional. I'm not licensed. Just because I give really good advice and tell interesting stories does not mean that you should listen to me. And it does not give me any authority. Because if you give me authority, I will let it go to my head. I love affirmation. Please tell me how great I am. Anyway, moving on. But the interaction I had with my employee today with this that really got me thinking is that it's something, this story is something I'm kind of embarrassed to share because it was such a weird, raw, vulnerable, and confused part of my life. And it's not the first time or the last time that I'm in in or will be in a place like that. But it was, it was really uncomfortable. I didn't know what to do. I really thought it was over for me. And I think a lot of people probably felt like that in that era, but like this was a professional and personal crisis for me. And it was just cool to, you know, like kind of joke about it with somebody and have them be like, that makes me feel really good that I'm not the only one that has had that kind of like path before. Like I've, It just made me feel so cool to have somebody tell me that something that I'm ashamed of and that feels really stupid to me is something that actually inspires them in a way because I was able to basically build and create this thing 
take a look at it and realize that it wasn't me that I was trying to build something that was not who I am and what would be true to me. And with where I'm at in life right now and where I'm at with who I believe myself to be, I really like myself. I think I'm funny and I think I'm smart and I think that I'm kind of awesome. I'm just so happy to be there because when I was doing this like stupid life coach era, I was really trying to force that. And it's so funny how it just came to me organically later without me trying to force it. And I think maybe people just need to hear that. Like it's not always the time for something. It's not always the time for you to come into an era of being comfortable. And sometimes you need that uncomfortable, weird, waste all your time for two months and put it into something that you're just gonna throw away to realize where you need to go and what you need to be and who you want to be. And let me tell you, this is not the first era and it certainly is not the last. I have a master's in communications. My bachelor's degree was in communications with a minor in pre-med because I thought I was gonna go to med school. When I got out of college, I taught at an elementary school. I taught reading. After that, I worked in a coffee shop for a little bit. I did training and development. I then switched gears after my life coach era and did accounting and bookkeeping out of somebody's freaking house. And maybe that's a story in itself for another time because uh, that is the most toxic thing. Like I talk about getting enmeshment in your life like that is that was i was in the middle of somebody's family doing my job and it was very weird so we'll we'll put a pin in that we'll circle back whatever corporate lingo you want to use we will get back to that topic at a later time so that was an era all in itself and then i went and did the job that i'm doing now which since i talked about that job i don't want to talk about it too much here but it's completely different it's in a completely different industry. And I'm looking to change industries again because I'm not happy in the one that I'm in. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is you will live so many eras, so many lifetimes. And I'm only 28. I've lived enough for a few lifetimes. Some people just get it. And other people like me, maybe you, we just got to test the waters. We've got to try some things out. And maybe it doesn't work, but... I think we should share that because a lot of us are doing it like adjacent. We're all simultaneously trying new things and we're all lost. So why not share it? It's just so interesting that I have made all of these choices and done so many things that I haven't necessarily followed through on and it all worked out the way it was supposed to work out. I'm so glad I'm not a relationship coach. I I have people who I know from college who are perpetually online in the way of like, they're like influencers and they're in magazines and everything. And then they're moving back in with their parents, which like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just think it's so funny because I, like they don't put that part of themselves out online. Like, they market themselves as an influencer, but don't have the community to actually make it. 
and it feels so weird and so fake and so empty. And could I have made a lot of money as a life coach? I believe I could have. I think that I have what it takes to convince people that what I have to sell is worth buying. And I think that there are a lot of desperate people out there who want help and who want guidance. And that was one of the things I hated about potentially moving forward with that. Because for all the people that I would help, or that I feel like I would help, I was all, it was also just an industry that preys on people who are desperate and vulnerable and want to pay somebody to tell them how to love themselves. And I just think that's so unfortunate. And I'm so glad that I realized that that would have been what my life would be is exploiting people. And, you know, we all got to go through some sort of wake up call. We have to go through a weird experience like that. But I think I'm doing pretty good, all things considered. So if you are listening to this and you're thinking of becoming a life coach, don't do it. I'm embarrassed for you. It's weird. Stop. But you know what you can do is you can build that idea, (laughs) get it all the way to the very end, basically until you're ready to press the red button that just like sends everything to the universe, and then stop and look at it and ask yourself if it is you and if it is who you want to be and make a choice from there. Chances are it'll push you in a direction that you need to be instead of one that you're trying to force. Isn't it cool how wise I am? Damn, I should be like a life coach or something. Maybe next pandemic we'll have another era. We'll see. In the meantime, my friends, I would like to know what your last straw is. And I also want to know, have you ever done something embarrassing and then realized that it was embarrassing and not followed through? I would like to hear about it. It makes me feel better. It made my employee feel better when I told her. So uh, let me let me know. Help me feel better about myself because I've done some weird shit. I just gotta know that I'm not the only one out here doing weird shit, okay? So leave me a comment, rate, subscribe, please share. And also, I, I think it'd be cool if you just start telling me like what you'd like me to talk about. I have a story for everything. I have an opinion about everything. That's a club. Klepto. You can't just jump onto the microphone and put your hairy asshole on where I speak. It's rude. Sorry. I have to hold the baby because she's being needy and that's okay. You know what? That's okay. I love her and she's baby. Okay. She would never be a life coach. She say your, your job in your life is to be cute and she doesn't know anything. She has no job. She has no job. Anyway, rate, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. And I will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.